0: Good morning! You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American History Podcast. Each week, I, comedian Dave Anthony, read a story to my friend,
1: fellow comedian Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. And I just want to point out, I don't know if we should time stamp these, these podcasts. We don't know if someone's listening to it in the morning. My guess is some are, but probably you know a good amount aren't just by... Sheer odds. Would you look at me at least when I talk to you? Is there any way that we can have like a connection during a conversation? Or are you just going to, even before we started the podcast, you just got to, you know what I mean? Can you look at me, please, sir? Sir? Hello? Yeah. Hey, it's Gareth calling. Anyone there?
0: Anyway, now that you guys have had your morning coffee, let's get into this podcast. God, uh, do you want to look a dude? I'll do one bum. <laughs> People say this is funny. Not Gary Gareth. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakey of Hate Uptown.
1: <laughs> All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to
0: mingle and do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. I see nice. done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Uh, First of all We'd like to thank All of our subscribers on Patreon You guys make this podcast possible We really, 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 really appreciate it If you want a sponsor, go to Patreon You can sign up Um, I just sent off the latest t-shirt order A lot of you guys have not Sent me your addresses If you want your rewards uh, Those who have sent addresses Then you don't send me your uh, shirt size (laughs) So that's but there's fun, some though. going out. There's a bunch going out. So uh, hopefully you get those soon. Can,
1: can I make a suggestion? Maybe it might not be financially prudent, but maybe we just send one of every size to those people, <laughs> <laughs> and they have the option.
0: And then and then
1: it's on the honor system. Yeah. That
0: they send back the. They three They send back that they the aren't. other the other ones. Yes. The others. Yes. I like your ideas. I don't see how it can be a financial problem at all. Yeah, you're telling me. This is a big yawn. This is a big boy yawn. <laughs> July 6th, 1875. Okay. Roger Babson was born in... Is it Gloucester? Is it like Worcester? Gloucester. It's Gloucester. Yeah. Gloucester, Massachusetts. He was the 10th generation Babson born... Gloucester. Okay, I don't want to do it like
1: that. We got lobster from Gloucester.
0: Okay. Come
1: on! We're all going to eat the the Gloucester lobster.
0: Is it a Gloucester... Is it a Gloucester Lobster or is it just a lobster?
1: It's a Globster.
0: He was the 10th generation Babson born in the town. Roger's father owned a dry goods store. <laughs> so if you need dry stuff.
1: Great. Great. He, He's not...
0: Next door was the wet shop. they yeah, like obviously next door, competing. Yeah. Next competing door, in products.
1: Next door, soaking in suns. He'd be like, I got that beef jerky.
0: I got pickles, you fuck. It was a lot of that. It's a lot of that.
1: We're a real odd couple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Roger spent many days in the store learning business and investment practices in conversations with his dad. Roger grew to reject the values of, quote, the codfish
1: <laughs> you can tell more. am like what the fuck
0: aristocracy
1: <laughs> what the codfish aristocracy what
0: that's what he called it the, i mean it's what not call it? a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what <laughs> codfish you said right yeah
0: that's what he called the the town structure like what the, was the structure? Well, so I guess they, they their main fish was codfish. Like, that's what they brought in. So sure. he, he called it, like, you know, the the, it, the the town structure is based on codfish. So he called. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to move on.
1: Yeah, let's move on.
0: He believed in the value of self-reliance. In the summer of 1893, tragedy struck the family when Roger's three-year-old. No more codfish. No, no, it's worse. Oh, no. His three-year-old sister, Edith, drowned. Now you feel weird, right?
1: Well, she was probably looking for Claude. It's
0: drowned in the river near their home, so okay. that's where Cod are not. Okay. Roger was very angry about her passing because he was older. I think he was uh, ninety three, so he's like eighteen at that point. Okay. Right? Yeah, or maybe even older. Yeah, eighteen. After high school, Roger wanted to just go into business and had no interest in going to university. He thought schools just taught what had already been accomplished instead of looking at future possibilities. He believed professors had failed to see the coming of cars and planes and phonographs and many more inventions that were becoming successful. They wouldn't
1: be teaching if... They they wouldn't be in a schoolroom teaching if they knew... Like, who's going to sit there and be like... Another thing I think is going to be huge, cars. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can't bring this dream to fruition because I'll be busy daydreaming about what might be next.
0: Okay, class, today we're going to talk about Uber. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is Uber? I've been noodling (laughs) this idea called Facebook, something like that, where you use your face. I don't have time to put it together. I'm just a teacher here at Harvard. I'm just teaching Facebook. I'm just teaching Facebook here at Harvard.
0: Don't worry. Jose, here you come. That's a loud... Really? Wow, you're out. You're Come out on and now. screaming, you're huh? You're better than that. We're a grown-up. Come on. Uh, so, uh, so, but his father was like, you're going to college. He went to MIT.
1: Okay. That's where I went.
0: Yeah. Which is a weird school to go to if someone's like, you got to go to college. Yeah. Like, I would be like, the community college? Like, yeah. the one dance? No! No, the one of the, the best! The, the best technological school in the country! <laughs> uh, that was where he learned uh, about Sir Isaac Newton. Mm-hmm. Roger was very taken by Newton's discoveries. Discoveries
1: past tense?
0: Uh, well, he, so yeah, he was dead at that point.
1: Interesting how history had something to teach I think the he boy. was,
0: when did Isaac Newton It doesn't matter if he it, died. My point sure is that he was learning a that.
1: historical fact and he enjoyed it, which is what he thought he wouldn't. I don't like the sound of this, this guy. This is getting really personal. <laughs> I hate Roger.
0: Uh, we talked about this. Uh, I don't like Roger. But we talked about... You told
1: me he wouldn't be here in the story tonight. And now he's here, and it's all weird.
0: We talked about you not taking these personally.
1: Oh, I'm sorry that Roger's bothering me. Okay. You know we have beef. Dried beef.
0: So uh, Newton's discoveries had a profound effect on Roger's thinking in the course of his life. After graduating from MIT and making a, a brief go at engineering, which he did not enjoy at all, uh, he decided to try and make a go in the world of finance. Okay. Yeah like every good, great person. Yeah. He was hired to work for a Boston investment firm where he learned about securities. Okay. And uh, there he questioned the methods of his employer and the prices that he was charging their clients. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Interesting. Well, that'll
0: get you fired real quick. He was immediately fired. (laughs) He was? Yeah. (laughs) Roger then set up his own business, selling bonds in New York City and Worcester, uh, but in 1900, he went back to Boston to work for a different investment firm, and there he met and married his wife. All right. Okay. In 1901, Roger came down with a cold oh. he just couldn't get rid of. Okay. Even though he didn't feel well, he still took a business trip to Buffalo, and by the end of the trip, he was a human disaster. Mm. Went came back, and unfortunately, it turns out, he had tuberculosis. Oh, boy. Which is not a good... No. Not one of the better ones.
1: Not a good travel ailment either.
0: His wife and doctor tried to hide the truth from him, but eventually he found out. That's what they used to do back then. If you had a, a terrible disease, they would what? be like, don't tell him. Like, that, was the, that was totally the thing you did. That
1: is amazing. Oh, no, don't
0: tell him he's got it.
1: You're going to be fine, Roger. Now send your wife in so what? I can reassure her. What? Send your wife in so I can reassure her of your fineness, my friend. (coughs) That's blood. uh, uh, That's blood. It is blood. And like I said, that's normal. Now, can you go outside real quick, get your wife in here? (coughs) Can I talk to your wife for a minute, buddy? Okay, come on. Are we milking it a little bit today, Roger? Come on. I can't get up. Get the wife in here. Okay.
0: The prognosis was not good. It was uh, in one lung and beginning to attack the other lung. The doctors told him uh, they did not know... If he would survive. Now, uh, to most men at this point, this would have been a death sentence. He was told to get open air, rest, and plenty of nourishment. That's what they told him. A lot. Of, they told people to just get outside and get fresh air.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the truth is um, breathing, resting, and eating are things that you're just going to kind of do on instinct anyway.
0: Well, some people don't. Some people will jog and not eat.
1: Well... Time to climb <laughs> Everest.
0: Uh, so it was common for people with TB to go live in the fresh air in the southwest, Arizona, California. But Roger would not do that, and he remained in Massachusetts. So he still needed to work, but he couldn't do anything strenuous. Okay. What? Who hires someone with TB? I mean, that's just it. Who does? Yeah. You know who does? Roger. Okay. Rogers decided to start an investment business outside of the city in o- Wellesley Hills. He started Babson's Reports, an analysis of stocks and bonds that would be sold by subscription. He knew every investment house had a group of statisticians, and he figured if he could provide that resource, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't need that Department of People, So mm-hmm. They would fire him and just use his report. And he was right. He helped revolutionize the financial services industry and uh, was making millions in anu- annual revenue off of the report. Okay. And he got to do it from home, avoiding an office in the dirty air of the city. I want TB. Yeah, it's fucking... I tell you Sounds what, TB is like a, an idea creator.
1: You know, you can't... <laughs> TC be more like it, taking care of business, okay? Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead and shut off the recorder. <laughs> he often worked in the winter with the windows open... Even though the temperature how, was below zero, how, how livable is tuberculosis? I thought then it was. Well, it's you could if you.
1: What was the, was the? There was no.
0: The I mean, prognosis was, no, like, was not good. Like it's, it doesn't go away. But I think if you if you took care of yourself, it you would.
1: Could, Leaded a, a, a lot. You yeah, could, you wouldn't die from TB, perhaps. Right. I think. Right. I think okay. if you
0: took care of yourself, I wouldn't. But then there's cases that you just couldn't stop it. But right. I think that there was a like, you know, right. That's why people would go to the Southwest because I think they could live longer.
1: Right. And then you'd be like, I'm not moving here. Look, it's a bunch of TB
0: people. That's what
1: I'm talking about. It's just cattle farm, and then there's just a TB farm. I love a TB farm. <laughs> They're the best.
0: The if you can get a flank steak down mm. there, great burgers, uh, tasty so, burgers. So he's 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 got the windows open. It's zero degrees out. Just because you get the fresh air in all the time, it's mm-hmm. what he wanted—fresh air coming through.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice cold breeze. His, his
0: secretary would wear a huge cloak with a hood and mittens. She would hit the typewriter keys with She's rubber hammers. With what? She would hit with. She would hit the typewriter with rubber hammers to type because she had mittens on.
1: I, I mean, you might be describing the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> She would sit there in a coat with mittens on and hammer at her typewriter. Slow
0: down, Mr. Babson. Oh, my God. tick tick tick. tick. Uh. So he figured out a way to best TB. Were gloves invented? Uh, I Yeah, I don't know if, if gloves back then were. were, but I don't know if... I mean, you might have had leather gloves, but I don't know if they had the properties right, to keep your fingers warm in zero degrees. Ice skating gloves. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So he figured out a way to Best TB, and it would not be the thing that would kill Roger. And he was incredibly successful. From 1910 to 1923, he wrote regular columns in the Saturday Evening Post and the New York Times. He founded Babson College in 1919, which is still open, a business school for aspiring CEOs. He was a rather well-known man in America. Okay. Now, being a very wealthy man, he started to invest in ventures that he thought would benefit humanity. Okay. He applied Isaac Newton's theory of actions and reactions to economics and created the Babson Chart of Economic Indicators. Basically, the idea was that for every action, there is a reaction. That's okay. why it was based on the actions and reactions. Right. Using this chart, he predicted the stock market crash of October 1929 what? in September. What? But now I hear they say it's not. It doesn't actually. Oh, okay. but, but he saw it coming.
1: Yeah. Well, still, uh, yeah, that's pretty amazing.
0: He also had a thing for setting words into stone. Like, literally, actually putting words in stone. He wouldn't do it. He would hire someone to do it. He had a
1: case of the command,
0: But he enjoyed seeing words in stone.
1: Okay. That's a... I guess I didn't know anybody took that as a hobby. Well, he did. Just words like, hey!
0: During the Depression to do his part to help out the economy he started a public works project he hired stone cutters to engrave inspiring messages into boulders in a park in Cluster. <laughs> your face it's just okay okay you can still see them there today
1: yeah okay
0: one there's one stone that says kindness
1: is he responsible for like those little office stress sandboxes no. where someone's like, Here's my kindness? Much stone. bigger. You
0: are on a bigger okay. bigger level. Oh, there's another one that says Help Mother.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's just that kindness is that nice and general and then this one it's a little like weird. gratitude.
0: Well, Help uh, Mother you could read is uh, Help Mother, or it could be like, Help mother. Yeah, like it could be yeah, a stone right, that yeah. is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. A lot of trouble. Yeah. He continued being very successful in his business ventures, and in 1940, he decided he had a lot to offer the country, and he ran for presidents, president of the United States of America Okay. Uh, as the Prohibition Party candidate. Okay, in 1940. So, well, prohibition was far earlier. Oh well, yeah, it was so way was, it was way over. The country was, had done it and decided he was against striking it.
1: While the iron had been getting off. right on there, right, right on there, right.
0: Uh, but he came in also.
1: F- let's go back to wagons. Wagons!
0: I'm the wagon president. Uh, he came in fourth with 0.012 percent of the votes. He had uh, 58,000 votes, which was just shy of uh, the 26 million that Roosevelt got.
1: Well, I mean, y- you know he put a he put his mark on the election.
0: He certainly did, which is nice. Four, and I
1: don't I don't think I've ever heard of this Roosevelt character, so it's not.
0: Yeah, no one knows who he is. Uh, Roger was a lifelong friend of Thomas Edison, right? Okay. Great minds, mm-hmm. hang out, mm-hmm. you know, exchanging ideas. Mm-hmm. Babson was also... It must be great when
1: they're like sitting there spitballing and Edison has an idea for some invention and he's like, I think I'm going to write help mother in a rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got an idea. I know you're doing your electricity, blah, blah, blah. But what if I get a rock and I just write "Butte" like on the front?
1: I don't want to be friends with you anymore.
0: Just beaut. Right? No. Or, uh, pretty.
1: I'm starting to come around a little bit now.
0: Now, what's this energy bullshit you keep talking about?
1: Uh, You know, it's kind of stupid. I'm kind of liking this rock thing you're Mm. pitching, huh?
0: Yeah. That's where the money is. That's where the money is. I think
1: we might have a deal. We'll just write electricity on a rock. Boom! We're back, baby.
0: Uh,. So he formed uh he was he wanted to get his more of his thoughts out into the public. So he formed the Publishers Financial Bureau to distribute his writings to different newspapers across the country. Okay. It's like a syndicated. And he just re- and he's, okay. It's so it's like basically a like financial column. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh well, he would write up all kinds of stuff. He would okay. uh he would go on to write forty seven books covering a, a multiple uh topics. A common th- the common theme through everything was that uh, society could change for the better. So he's a very hopeful um, gentleman. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. after World War II, tragedy struck his family again. Okay, His grandson died in 1947. He drowned, just like Roger's little sister had so many years before. His grandson uh, was on a motorboat, and a friend of his was in the water and was drowning, and his grandson died. Dove in to save him, but it didn't work out. Everybody, they
1: both died. Yeah, but okay. that's it.
0: Once again, Roger was very angry, and he was angry at what he considered to be a lifetime nemesis: water, gravity.
1: Oh, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> and dinner is served. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right,
0: right. Uh, I think so. All right. uh, still going. Yeah, I'm still so, going. So. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it correctly.
1: The, uh, the year is 1940-ish? 1947. And he wants to beat gravity.
0: Well, his grandson, uh, you know, just died from gravity. and is... yeah, well, In 1948, sorta. he wrote an essay called Gravity... Fuck you! Uh, our enemy number one.
1: Whoa! Whoa.
0: <laughs> okay. In it, he re- revealed his reason for being ups- upset with gravity for all of his life. It began when his sister died in the river. "Quote: Yes, they say she was drowned." And drown is in,
1: of course.
0: Quotation right. He put drown in parentheses to show it's not real. Okay, so...
1: That that drowning is not real?
0: Well, that's what he's implying. Yes. He's starting to lose me a smidge. I'm going to go back. Quote, yes, they say she was drowned, but the fact is that she was unable to fight gravity, which came up and seized her like a dragon and brought her to the bottom. There she smothered and died from a lack of oxygen. Okay, and
1: but he ha- he has to be mad at water
0: too. I mean, you can't. Why just... would you be mad at water? Water's fine. Water, you're just swimming in, and then gravity takes you. Water didn't do it. No bullshit. Gravity did it. No, her lungs did. And it. now it killed her lungs his grandson. Can't breathe underwater. Wow.
1: Or the grandson.
0: I didn't know we're anyone. Have... I didn't know we're gonna have so many problems. With...
1: Well, we're gonna have an argument about this one.
0: <laughs> From the essay. Gradually, I found that old man gravity is not only directly responsible for millions of deaths each year, but also for millions of accidents, broken hips, and other broken bones, as well as numerous circulatory, intestinal, and other internal troubles that are directly due to the people's inability to counteract gravity at a critical moment.
1: He's starting to swing me. Let's get this gravity. That's what I'm talking about. Let's show this thing a thing or two.
0: After the death of his grandson, Roger became completely obsessed with the fiendish acts committed by gravity.
1: He should just be into reanimating drowned people.
0: That seems...
1: It's probably going to be right on the nose for what he needs.
0: But the difference between Roger and a guy who lives in a shack up in the mountains and yells at gravity was that Roger had piles and piles of money.
1: There's just some old dude in a shanty on on Mount St. Helens. Come and get me. Try it, you bastard. I'm on the top of the hill for a reason, Gravity. You come and get me if you want, Gravity. Come on, you son of a bitch. It's just me, the two squirrels, and 900 cans of beans, Gravity. You took Gladys and now you better come for me. Your move, Gravity. I'll wait. I'll wait when you need it. I'm here.
0: So Roger wasn't going to take this Gravity shit laying down, right? The man was a successful entrepreneur. He was a CEO. He was going to do everything he could to get rid of the force of gravity.
1: Get rid of it? I can't even wrap my mind around fighting a battle against or gravity. Or just You think the war on terror is a tough battle? At or, least there's like a,
0: you Or know, just take take command over it.
1: Okay, be gravity's master. Yeah, this is the campaign to make gravity his bitch.
0: To Babson, gravity was unacceptable and needed to be changed. Quote, It seems as if there must be discovered some partial insulator of gravity, which could be used to save millions of lives and prevent accidents. He bought a Washington, D.C. company called Invention Incorporated. The sole reason was to have three investigators at all times looking through patent proposals coming in to the U.S. Patent Office. Quote, the investigators were constantly on the watch for any machine, alloy, chemical, or formula which directly relates to the harnessing of gravity.
1: They're shark tanking
0: it. A little bit.
1: They're just reading every patent. They're going through
0: every patent to see if any patent comes in that has to do with...
1: Oh, just gravity. like
0: No, they're looking at all patents to see if anything coming through... Yeah, well, you kind of have to because all the, all the patent, you know, it's, not, you like a pap, it's not like the patent.
1: It's like the crazy shit you're reading.
0: I mean, this guy
1: wants the he wants his own patent for dish wings.
0: Well, dish wings. tell me a little bit more about. It. Dish I'm actually wings.
1: okay. So what dish wings is? Is yeah. Dish wings. How many times has this happened to you? Okay. You're going to get your dinner, and when you're up there, you drop your dish, and it smashes, and your dinner's ruined.
0: Not often. Then you, you got to get
1: furious at your wife and shout at your kids, and maybe hit them. And then oh, you drink has... it all night. Well, no more, that's friend. That's not happening. Not with dish
0: wings. What is...
1: Dishwings is an invention that makes most plates or dishes unsmashable. By putting these nice little wings on the side of the dishes, when they land on the ground, they probably won't break. Or if they do, that's where you guys come in and help.
0: Are you saying that they fly?
1: No, no. I'm not some lunatic coming in here saying that I want to make dishes fly. However, if we have the technology, I'm still here, aren't I? What I'm talking about is an edge that'll prevent the dish from breaking. Sort of like a little um, cushion. A cushion for the dish. Why
0: don't you call it a dish cushion instead of dish wings? Because the wings make it seem like it might be flying.
1: I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm not the easiest guy to work with. I'm not going to take <laughs> notes very well. It's either dish wings or it's go fuck yourself.
0: Okay, go fuck yourself.
1: Well, I, I'll see you guys at the Invention Awards.
0: Yeah, we got a product there called Dish Cushions.
1: So I'm not getting the patent?
0: No. Why, Why would Wings get a patent when we got cushions? We're good. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Well, I retract my thank you.
0: He believed that a gravity harness would probably come in the form of a metal alloy, which would act as a partial insulator. When the alloy was discovered, it would be a, quote, great blessing to mankind. That same year, Babson established the Gravity Research Foundation. It was headquartered in New Boston, New Hampshire, 60 miles from Boston. He wanted it there because it would be safe if Boston was bombed in World War III. Okay. Interesting. It's fair. It's a fair. Interesting premonition. We all have reasons to put businesses in different places. Sure. And predict the Third World War. The purpose of the foundation was to collect and disseminate gravity-related rela- gravity information and to fund gravity research projects. Are they projects. doing anything yet? Well, they're getting there. Okay. The goal was to help push toward the Im- inevitable discovery of a gravity shield. Boy, what? a gravity shield? Yeah, the, like, so you... So, like, you but would have a gravity of silence, shield. But gravity no, it's versus... not a cone of silence. It's a gravity shield. So if you, if you are an old lady and you have your gravity shield on so you don't fall over and break your hip.
1: Okay, I'm sorry for not you sh- buying into the premise. <laughs> y- you've sold me.
0: The Foundation's underlying imperative was to learn all it could about gravity and defeat it. Pretty much... What? Defeat? Why is it? What is happening? The gravity is a monster that kills people. Does
1: this guy just have too much money?
0: No. He's a man with ideas, is what he is.
1: I think he might have too much money.
0: Pretty much no one at the foundation were actually experts. Well, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) You sound legitimately sad.
1: Well, what are you going to do? Guys, we're going to defeat gravity and learn about it at the same time.
0: Babson assumed he could get his rich, smart friends together and they could fix the problem of gravity because they're all CEOs and smart, rich yeah. guys.
1: Hmm, my wonder, uh, there, what if it was a car? There
0: are no dumb rich guys. Name one. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, uh, yeah, you got me. There ain't
0: one. <laughs> That's what he did as a businessman, right? He put people together and made shit happen. Get the right minds in a room and they'd figure it out. To him, this approach made total sense. As a businessman, he didn't know what caused gravity, but he knew it was everywhere and only a sucker would go on accepting this bullshit. He thought gravity was wasting itself, pulling things in the same old direction for its own purpose and not humans.
1: You ever have a buddy who <laughs> like, works on a, a script or something for uh-huh. just an epically long amount of time? Yeah. And then you got to do like, you know, over 10 years, you're doing seven rounds of notes. Yeah. And eventually you're just kind of like, dude, just write something else. Yeah. How
0: about a new idea?
1: It's time to write something else.
0: No, no, no. We're just getting into it. (laughs) Electricity, light, magnetism could all be insulated and controlled. Why should gravity be any different? It seemed reasonable. To who? It seemed reasonable. To who? I wrote it. So it does. Okay. To him and his buddies. The foundation was a beast that rose up with what seemed like unlimited funds and a fervor that seemed to suggest a total lack of awareness of what the enemy was. But he was not alone. Others joined him. Frozen food magnate Clarence Birdseye became a gravity research trustee.
1: Sorry. what What did you just say? frozen food magnet
0: yeah bird's eye you know frozen peas, mag- frozen like uh the-
1: they're okay the bird's eye magnate oh uh, okay bird's eye yeah Comfort. bird's eye they're on board
0: did i say magnet yeah you said magnet. okay so Which made yeah i
1: think that like a magnet was like oh. well as long as there's no steel Sorry. We're gonna, i'm gonna be a big contributor
0: so so here in america one of the biggest frozen food vegetable companies is bird's eye like they're still around they're enormous so this guy started bird's eye yeah and he became a gravity research trustee bird's eye believed that a gravity insulator might be discovered by happenstance what through unrelated research Who sometimes that happens sometimes you but that's not a theory
1: that nobody has that theory that That's, happens sometimes. Yes, you have a side cure to something. He's working, the thing you're looking for initially doesn't actually come to fruition. And you're like, oh, look, I did this. But you don't go in there saying, let's throw a bunch of shit at the wall and find out what gravity he's is.
0: He's working off an idea.
1: These aren't ideas.
0: So he had 2,500 labs contacted.
1: 2,500.
0: And each was asked to keep an eye on the lookout for an accidental way to control gravity.
1: And how many of these places thought it was a prank call?
0: I don't think we need to get into the responses.
1: Hey, how you doing? This is a Birds Eye. Yeah, we make the vegetables that you freeze. Can you guys keep your eyes open for anything that might defeat gravity and hit us back if you do? You will? All right, thank you.
0: I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hey.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it has to be that fast. You're calling 2,500 places.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of places.
1: It's not like you're going to get in depth with what the process needs to be to these places.
0: Look, you get a call from a guy. He 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 pretty much is. He pretty much owns frozen vegetables. Yeah, and he says, "Hey, keep a out for uh, stuff that can stop gravity." Your answer is like, "Hey, and if you guys yes. do a good job, there might be some carrots." That's important. exactly right. That's why they say yes because he might throw him some fucking money and for the. Let their- me uh, ask
1: you guys this: Do you like
0: broccolini? <laughs> Uh, there are also a lot of birds at the Gravity Research Institute. Thomas Edison and Babson had been together one day when Edison wondered out loud how it was that birds could fly. Oh, boy. Babson thought maybe there was something to that thought. Oh, God. And so a huge collection of stuffed birds from 5,000 different species were collected for study and housed at the Gravity Research Institute. What's wrong? What,
1: what is a dead bird? Go, what is this stuffed? I mean, I don't want birds to die. But for God's sake, if you're trying to find answers, you should be you looking at a living bird. Well, Not no, think this is even a good path to you go. You can down.
0: inspect them and see how... You
1: know, I think it's something to do with how they have no guts. No, no, these were just taxidermied. Oh, sorry. I don't know what we're doing here.
0: Could you? Can you imagine... The anger in the Gravity Research Center if someone accidentally drops a Coke.
1: Oh, God. Oh, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. You were you merely the vehicle for the accident. It should just be
0: hanging there in the air. It's that
1: rotten bitch gravity again.
0: That Coke should be hanging in the air.
1: Uh, it shouldn't even be a thing. We shouldn't even need to put it on surfaces. Oh, for the love of God, I'm getting worked up again. Let's take a ten.
0: Uh, okay, so they have these birds on the off chance that birds were the key to ending gravity. The foundation's chairs, is-
1: Grandpa, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm fingering stuffed birds to try to stop things from dropping.
0: <laughs> so, 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 you're a Republican? Uh, damn so, right. So, you're a Republican senator from Oklahoma?
1: <laughs> Goddamn right, I am. Eighth term
0: uh fuck uh the foundation's chairs also kept their feet very high as a way to f- fight uh
1: just kind of a middle finger to gravity <laughs> and let it know that we're on the prowl and that its days are numbered hey
0: gravity where are my feet fuck you <laughs> yeah. You can see over, uh, welcome to the lab, you can see over, uh, over the doorway, it says fuck gravity, that's like our motto here.
1: Uh, it's something we believe very strongly. Two people I know drowned, so now I'm gonna stop gravity. <laughs> How are you?
0: I How does that place. not make sense? It makes sense.
1: Place. Do you guys want some stir-fry packets?
0: George Rideout was the foundation president and Babson's longtime right-hand man. He came up with the idea of an annual essay contest. The winner would get $1,000. The idea was to inspire scientific minds all over the world to research on, quote, the possibilities of discovering some particular insulator, reflector, or absorber of gravity.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, take it to the streets again.
0: At this time, a... Maybe
1: hire an expert go ahead.
0: At this time, a physics professor brought in around five thousand a year. Right, that was the average kind of salary. So a thousand bucks—it's a lot of fucking money. It's like so physics Twenty percent. People,
1: so people were like, "Let's win this shit." In
0: 1953, a postdoc named Bryce Dewitt wasn't doing so well, so he submitted a paper and won. Boom, cash in the bank. More entered. Two professors from Princeton won in 1954 and a team from Cornell and Harvard in 1957. The essay contest would become more and more popular with researchers. Babson at Rideout also bought 25 years' worth of Time magazines to use as an almanac. Why are you you making that face? What what does it even mean? The magazines were to be searched for correlations between international incidents and the phases of the moon.
1: You can do it every year. What? You can renew it.
0: They won't leave you alone. Yeah, but they're going back, they're going back through Oh, they're going back. So they're so they I they're, thought
1: you meant they ordered time for the next 25 years. <laughs> I was thinking some like paper kid came to the door and he was like, Eureka, I'm retiring.
0: Oh, I guess I didn't. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, the way, so I, the way I said it did the not make sense. The past
1: 25 years of time. Right, they, go, they got. They got, through to find so any they, gravity-related
0: story. So they like probably had like a chart where the moon is yeah. falling up and then they're reading that issue. Yeah. Anything exciting? Hey, can exciting? we get rid of some of these stuffed birds? We need room
1: for the times.
0: Oh my God, did that one just defy gravity? Nope, it fell.
1: I swear to God, if another thing falls in here, I'm going to freak the F out. Every God, I hate gravity so much. God, I just want to kill her. Let's take a 10.
0: Every time I drop a pencil, every time I, I drop a cup, every time I drop a ball, my little sister dies again.
1: And see that's why we do these guys. That's why we do these gravity support groups. Um, we all hate it. And it's all it's hurt all of us. Yeah. And that's why we don't buy into it anymore. I haven't bought into gravity for 160 days.
0: Why'd you why'd you wink?
1: I'm attracted to you. <laughs>
0: no, <that's> not... <laughs> Fucking gravity.
1: My eye wouldn't have done that without gravity. Mm.
0: Um, so the magazines are to be searched, you know, to find the moon, because obviously the moon, gravity from the moon was up to no good, right? The moon helps is gravitational pull. Go find an
1: idea from 25 years ago.
0: On a physical level, they looked at whether or not gravity's pull on the body affected temperament.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: To solve this mystery. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) They mail the survey to subscribers... Of Babson's investment report.
1: Wait. How
0: well they need a large body of information. So but they the,
1: But the question the the, the the thing they're trying to discover is does gravity change your like emotional disposition? Yeah. And in order to find that out,
0: they send a survey
1: to people who subscribe to the financial thing he worked on. Yep. You see my issue?
0: I think I think that... It, I've
1: got more issues than 25 years of time with this.
0: <laughs> this is like the premier financial report in the country, and he sends out... And people
1: are going like, oh, the new Babson did, He wants to know if be, having to stand on Earth makes me miserable.
0: Oh, no. Normal investors all around America are asked to fill in their weight... And to agree or disagree with statements such as, "I love physical comfort," or "I am an unimpressive talker," and also,
1: <laughs> they, they gotta hire an expert.
0: Also, ladies like me.
1: <laughs> Whoa, oh my God!
0: What, <laughs> honey the, honey the new Babson report is. Very strange. What's
1: it asking about?
0: If my shoes feel weird. Oh, do they? No.
1: Oh, just tell them no, then, hon.
0: It also it also asked me if my wife's voice is driving me crazy. Just is, to, why would they ask that? I would put yes.
1: Why is that? Written.
0: I wish gravity would take me.
1: It <laughs> 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 sucked up.
0: Gravity, take me. Now I'm ready.
1: Oh, stop demanding gravity and our marriage, Charles.
0: The Gravity Research Foundation also published many pamphlets.
1: Good. Well, it sounds like they're getting close.
0: Such as Gravity Aids for Weak Hearts. Was such... Was such was one such pamphlet that recommended lessening gravity strain on the body by moving into a bungalow-style house or using a cane. Uh,
1: these are not... This, <laughs> this is not going well. This needs to stop. A,
0: a cane will stop, help stop gravity. It, you're, really? you're pushing up. Yeah. You're fighting it off. Constant fight. Fight it.
1: So, Don't give in. But you're, you, you have to... You, you're, you're pushing Right. You're using something... Jesus Christ, man.
0: This is fucking quitter talk. That's what I'm hearing. Oh,
1: I'm. Uh, by the way... I'm hearing quitter talk. I'm a fan of gravity.
0: Okay. All right. I'll try to finish this, but... Um...
1: Try to finish this, and then we'll go off air to have our gravity argument.
0: <laughs> the pamphlet, Gravity and Posture, stated, quote, it behooves us, therefore, to give the body all possible aid in maintaining the proper gravity pull by wearing the right corset. Why did you put that down?
1: What what what? what the, this is insane. So people are just going to be tummy sucked cane using bungalow dwellers now?
0: It's science. It isn't. I I think I think it might I be mean, science. This just has no connection they're, to science. Well, they're asking questions. To people science, who, to science people is the investigation. It's about asking questions. It's about pondering what can be. It's about finding out what's out there and exploring the limits and seeing how things function. You have to ask questions. You're right. It's a process. Science is a process. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) There were many instructional guides with titles like gravity and weather and gravity and your feet. The guides really covered a lot of subjects and discussed their relations to gravity. Gravity is linked to the common cold. House fires, insomnia, poor crop conditions, tilted uteruses. Whoa. The firing of General Douglas MacArthur. What the hell? The sh- shrining of the elderly, tuberculosis, worries, varicose veins, and hemorrhoids. One article stated hemorrhoids quote are merely varicose veins of the rectum.
1: Hey, good to have that guy at a party. <laughs> So, you know, guys, I don't want to uh, take us off track, but I just want to point out that varicose veins are your assholes. It's the hemorrhoid. I messed that up. I went back. <laughs> Who wants a round?
0: Not that he was across the board normal, right? And right. then just had this one thing about gravity. Right. Babson also had other weird ideas. What? He envisioned chocolate-covered fish.
1: Whoa. Uh- <laughs> My head hurts. What just happened? What is hat? What just happened? Real fish? I I think it's a fair question to ask if he sees them swimming.
0: He thought that they would bail out glass troubled economy.
1: He wanted to
0: create a chocolate covered. Uh, so if, I think a fish that had a chocolate.
1: I mean, that might be the grossest thing I've ever thought of eating.
0: A shell of sorts, like a. Oh. Yeah, like chocolate on the outside, fish on the inside. Oh my! I mean, imagine being
1: <laughs> talked about. Gloucester saved, gentlemen. You know when you get like that little box of chocolates and it's got your little map of what is what? Now <laughs> look at this one, salmon. Oh god, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna try this shrimp one here, love. Oh god! Oh my god!
0: We, ju- I guarantee you, we. Uh- our first Inuit just probably started listening to the podcast and is so angry right now. So fucking angry with you. It's a shame. Just turned it off.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I guess I've got bad news. We won't be touring those areas. (laughs) Sorry, Juno.
0: Uh, Also, he uh, came up with the idea of asbestos lined pants pockets.
1: Hey, those will never go bad
0: to prevent men from igniting their junk when putting their pipes in their pockets.
1: Well, it's good because, um, oh, that is just, I mean, (laughs) mean, that is unreal. The, I mean, the fact, yeah. How else are you going to stop it? Here, put on these cancer dockers.
0: But how else are you going to stop the fire in your pants?
1: I've got a bunch of, a ton of ideas.
0: Oh, such as?
1: Uh, don't have anything flammable in the pipe when you put it in your pocket. Fuck you, Edison. Uh, Here we go.
0: And there was the desire to create a federal department of character training to be headed by a secretary of character. He... (laughs) This is one of the most successful businessmen in the country.
1: Yeah, see, you just can't have money for too long.
0: He wrote, quote... World peace will come only as the spirit of Jesus grows in the hearts of man oh, and as the principles of birth control are taught to overcrowded nations and the latent power of gravity is used as freely as air, water, and sunlight.
1: Well, it sounds like Jesus has quite a bucket list of things he needs to get done. Before but there's, he a
0: few that, uh, there's a few things that have to happen.
1: Also, he wants all the fish to be <laughs> covered in chocolate.
0: And as this was an unexplored area, no one was doing any work on gravity at the time until Babson came around trying to domesticate it.
1: Domesticate I, gravity? I came up with
0: that. I thought it's, that was a it's, nice it's, phrase. Yeah, okay. But still. It's my I own mean, personal little touch on the script. What's the matter? I'm happy with it.
1: Good. We're, we're ha- Let's domesticate gravity. We're happy for you.
0: It's like domesticating a cat.
1: or well, Look how that's going.
0: Or one of your many girlfriends. Oh, here He ended up bringing great minds into the field because of the money the foundation offered, interest suddenly started. The man who won the 1953 essay on gravity went on to found a highly regarded gravity research institute at the University of North Carolina. Okay. He also tried to get other universities to research harnessing gravity for good. Babs. Mm Mm-hmm. Part of this effort included paying for and having 14 monuments installed at various colleges.
1: Is, is he trying to do something? Is he really trying to do something? Are we sure?
0: He's trying to stop gravity. Yes, he is, is trying he to do something. Maybe
1: like laundering money?
0: No, he's trying to stop a menace. It seems like... How many people are hurt from falling down?
1: <laughs> Lots.
0: Okay, so what's your fucking deal?
1: I guess use stone as much as possible.
0: Wow. The monuments would have inspiring words carved into them from a granite block that sits at Tufts University today. All the monuments are still there. This monument has been erected by the Gravity Research Foundation, Roger W. Babson, founder. It is to remind students of the blessings forthcoming when a semi-insulator is discovered in order to harness gravity as a free power and reduce airplane accidents can you imagine just reading just oh what's this oh it's like a pre-monument it's (laughs) monument for something (laughs) that hasn't happened all it says is that they want to beat up gravity usually they do monuments for stuff that they've done but this this one is for something that probably won't ever happen
1: screw you gravity
0: oh on the back it says go fuck yourself gravity (laughs) i'm gonna fucking get you for what you did to my sister you bitch jesus wow somebody does not like gravity
1: wow silly
0: statue the monuments came with endowments but the endowments were supposed to be invested and then used in the fight against gravity years down the road (laughs) because I assume we promise I assume that he was thinking that man would know more and more research had been done so when it came time to use the endowments that they would have right a better success rate of stopping gravity uh, but it was tied in legally. Like you took the you took the money. If you, if you, were it was to be used. Yeah. Right.
1: What's well, a normal situation?
0: <clears throat> uh, the Tufts University stock was finally freed up in
1: 1989.
0: So for at that point, it was worth half a million. Oh my god! The university's lawyers Here went we to go. court and were able to get it detached from anti-gravity research.
1: Because uh, the judge was like, "Wait, what is What's you happening?"
0: Huh? He's dead, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so that will not do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: the money was then used to establish the Institute of Cosmology, which is now a prestigious learning institute for theoretical physicists. Okay, kind of in the realm. Okay, yeah. So that one, that that actually went sure. very well. So sure. now he's had a positive influence, hasn't he, Mister Fucking coming down on my bro? First of all... Coming down on my bro. How
1: many hyphens are in my name? And secondly, i it's not... He could have done... He could have taken <clears throat> all that money and just given it to him. Yeah,
0: you're rageful. Babson died in 1967...
1: And he's buried six feet above. At... Ni-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can see him floating at Forest Lawn.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he was 91 years old. Sadly, he did not have the satisfaction of seeing the deserved end of gravity well but babson was the man who helped return physicists to the study of gravity by tossing down tons of cash it is now a serious subject today gravity research gets government funding there are now conferences and experimental equipment is being built the gravity research foundation still exists today it has evolved from conquering gravity to understanding it Mm-hmm. The essay contest still goes on, okay. and is pretty much uh, all the foundation does.
1: Well, look if you take a, if you take away trying to defeat gravity, then yes, there are a lot of a lot of good stuff. I mean, it's a good. If you were to say that, if you were to start a foundation that was like, hey, let's understand gravity more, you know, okay.
0: Everything has to have a start.
1: Yeah, well, but he did. He stuck with his start.
0: His idea wasn't bad. Okay. now graduate students quote look to see the coolest honest stuff because of the essay Uh, that's where everyone goes to look at fucking what's happening with gravity
1: again I'm not against. a
0: young man named Stephen Hawking won the contest one year among physicists
1: he now uh, for him to write that it is almost like he had to wear mittens and use a hammer
0: (laughs) 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 among physicists the contest is now extremely highly regarded Steve Carlip, a physicist at UC Davis, who won the essay contest in 2007, said, quote, It is nearly universally known among people working in gravitational theory. The contest has a large impact because it encourages people working in the field to step back a little and give a broader overview of their research. The Gravity Research Foundation is now headquartered a mile from Babson College. George Rideout Jr., the son of Roger's right-hand man, runs it from a back room in his basement. He just makes copies of submissions and sends them to an anonymous panel of judges. He can't understand the essays himself. When a graduate student earns a doctorate at the Institute of Cosmology at Tufts, she undergoes a strange ceremony. The graduate kneels down and her advisor drops an apple on her head in hopes that it might inspire her in the manner of Isaac Newton. They do this in front of Babson's monument.
1: Uh, That's a very weird ceremony. I mean that's with well, that last part's real weird.
0: Well, whatever. I mean it's you know.
1: How many apples must die? Don't worry about it. How many apples have perished?
0: It's gonna be great when one finally floats.
1: Yeah. Right. It will be. I'm look. I'm down for floating apples. You just don't. You don't figure it out by looking at stuffed birds.
0: Everything had to be. Everything was on the table. They didn't man. study.
1: They didn't study flying birds.
0: When it comes to gravity, everything. They on didn't the- study
1: birds that flew.
0: Everything's on the table.
1: Doesn't that seem like a better option? One of those things won't isn't defeating gravity right now, and the other one as a way to not have things drop necessarily. It doesn't drop.
0: My Nana broke her hip.
1: My Nana broke her hip. <laughs> okay? So let's just meet in the middle and say our nanas broke their hips. I'm out of here. Sign of cars. <sighs>